0: to feminine hijinks, where
1: we're here to reinvent the other side of forty with sass, crass, and and kicking kickin ass. ass. We're kicking
0: some ass this week, just like every week, just, just like every you. week, just for yeah. you, just for you, because we <laughs> love you. <ya. laughs> My name is Angie Bailey, and I'm Susie Schubert. And Susie and I reminisce about the castles of our middle ages. <laughs> And we've often wondered while we're reminiscing, what advice would we give ourselves in various younger stages of our lives? And I know this is a question that people think about now and again, and you know, as a subject of discussion. But now we're here, and we've gathered up so much more wisdom over the years, right? Oh, my gosh. Yes, thank Glob! No, kidding. yeah, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna share our own advice to ourselves in various stages of our lives. And maybe that will trigger you to think about the advice you'd give yourself. And and it was interesting as I was thinking about it and writing mine
1: because um, I
0: realized like how different I was at each stage.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. Like I really Mm -hmm. sat down and thought about each stage. Mm -hmm. What would I say? Yeah. So I think this was a good little exercise. I do
0: too. I do too. And before we get started, I just want to mention that you know, Lumi is still here. It's looming, it's, it's looming <laughs> among us, and it's uh, available at feminine dot It's fantastic. It's for your pits and stinky bits, <laughs> and it's uh, coverage up to twenty four or seventy two hours. And so, yeah, hop over to femininehygienespodcast. dot com, click on the ad, order something, and get entered for. That sounds bad. Get entered.
1: <laughs> Get entered by, loomy, by a Get stinky entered bit. By a stick of deodorant. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done. I was thinking that would be a great, like, not so subtle hint to put in somebody's holiday stocking or something. Your Christmas stocking. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Your bits are stinky. Here, have some Loomy. Or like a secret Santa gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people were still in the office right now. I Funny. Know.
0: Well, maybe they smell it all the way from across town. Oh, God. <laughs> Through their Zoom. <laughs> oh, oh, Lordy. But anyway, so that, that's what we know about Lumi. So uh, hop there on over is. there. I, I'm just excited to get started because I think we've got a lot to talk about. We got and... a lot to say, as usual. What a surprise. I know. I know. Do you want to you want to give it a go? Should you I kick sp- it off? That shit off.
1: All right. So we kind of picked our different kind of stages of life that we thought mm-hmm. we would touch on. So we start, we're starting out with grade school. So your grade school age, very impressionable time in your life. <clears throat> and I think to me, I would say everything that is happening between your mom and dad and your siblings has nothing to do with you. Mm. Uh, any shame or loneliness that you have been made to feel from your parents um, mm. It's not intentional. It's just their misguided way. They're doing what they they know, right? Yep. And that yep. you you are worthy of love. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I love would, that. Yeah. I mean, my family. I think, like a lot of people, a lot of people go through this. A lot of people our age dealt with parents that didn't necessarily get along. Mm-hmm. And again, that's an impressionable time, and it's so easy to to take that on and think that that is, you know, your fault that you caused it somehow or you're doing things. And, um, you know, that's not the case as a young child. <laughs> you can't be doing anything that would merit that sort no. of, you know, behavior at any age. Yes. So right. that's what I would have told myself.
0: Well, I love that. I think that that's good advice for um, for for anybody who's going through that or has gone through that. Just to remember, it's, it's never really it's never about you. And no. everybody's doing the best they can.
1: Yep. Including exactly. our parents. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and mine's kind of similar. Um, you know, my mom was married 3 times. We I went to 14 schools growing up. Like we were right. always moving around and um so I would say like what I what you said about, you know, even though all these choices are being made and you feel like you know, things are difficult and you don't know what to expect day to day and all of that. Yeah. That, yeah, she's doing the best she can. Mm -hmm. And based on who she is, her experience, what she knows, nobody ever sets out, no parent ever sets out to be an asshole parent unless there's some (laughs) sort of psychotic business at work. Exactly. Right. I mean, we all just are, are, we're we're parenting through the lens of, uh, of our own experience Mm -hmm. and back then it was it's hard it's hard to know it when you're in the moment but yeah I would do that plus I would remind myself of the the benefits of moving around so much and how it's going to make me a more um, flexible person and make me more um, I'm not flexible in some ways but I make friends easily
1: yeah. So
0: I, I I feel like that I can just go into a crowd of strangers and I'm okay. And I think part of that has to do with always being the new kid, like all the time. Oh,
1: I'm sure it does. I love that. That is, mm-hmm. that's a great thought. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So that's, that's what I have. And I, it's such a strange age because you're still, you're still formative. I mean, you're still like learning, you're, you're depending on your parents so much and you're depending on adults so much. Yeah. So it's easy to take on shit when, you know. How can you you not? not I mean, they're
1: your whole world and they're the ones that are telling you what, basically, what to do, how to feel. So, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, you're going to take all that in. And it just reminds us as parents the huge responsibility we have with the child, like to just be so, you know, present and thinking about everything you're saying and doing because you never know how it's going to affect your kid. I mean, Again, none of us are perfect. We're all going to make mistakes. But Mm -hmm. wow, you know. (laughs) Right.
0: I'd also probably tell myself not to give my neighbor that I didn't like um, spoonfuls of baby oil and tell her that it's medicine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I would have told myself not to play doctor with that little boy in the front yard and use my mom's wooden spoon to stick it up his butt. You stuck it up his butt? (laughs) Well, just kind of between his butt cheeks. Oh, my God.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> How old were you? Like seventeen?
1: <laughs> no, sixteen. No, no, I don't know. Like, Oh, what is five, did or your six? Mo- or- did your mom know you used that? Did yes, she-, she caught me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. And she like soaking in bleach? <laughs> she probably threw it away knowing my mom oh as my I God. would have myself. <laughs> I know. Oh. God, that's funny.
0: I love that. We should do an episode on weird ass shit we did when we were kids.
1: Like, like Yeah, well, we had to lighten the load a little bit. Nothing like starting off the show with like, what, what? <laughs> Total heaviness.
0: I know. Oh, oh my God. Well, this, this might be funny. Maybe for each one of these, we throw in a little zinger of something that we remember <laughs> off the top
1: of our heads. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what, what do you have for middle uh, school? Well, for middle school, oh, my God. Sue's enough with the boys. <laughs> oh. I mean, I have reread journals that I still have from back in those days. I was completely obsessed, and I was always down on myself. Like, every entry was like i love you know so and so so and so and of course he doesn't love me back or of oh, course he my. likes so and so more than he likes me and all this stuff and it's just i never had enough confidence or you know i i always needed their approval for whatever mm-hmm. and they were you know that approval was like my whole self worth so i would yeah. say you know just be yourself be your like silly Self and don't worry about you know what these boys think of you. someday you're gonna find like the, your perfect mate, yes. and all this worry will be for nothing. <laughs> right, totally. That's what I tell Middle school sucked. Middle school is such a,
0: I think it's the most difficult time because oh. you're going through all these changes. I think that that's when you know kids start being. Bullish, and the girls start being, you know, uh, snippy to other girls. And it's just, it just sucks. And you're trying to get your period and you're wearing bras and oh, it's just it complicated. It is the worst. I guess my yes.
1: snippy thing, I would have said, sneak off with that boy and go to the KISS concert anyway, because your mom Ooh. said you couldn't go because you'd get high just from being there. <laughs> you probably so, would have. So sneak off with Tom Raup and go to that that Kiss concert and be a bad girl for once in your life. Good grief! I was such a goody goody.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What well, about I. You? For, well, for me, it would be don't try so hard to be popular, like, mm-hmm. and try to think that like measure yourself up against all the popular kids. I mean, I I in middle school I was not popular at all, and I you know. I was just kind of a geek. I had some friends and I, you know, did things I enjoyed and it wasn't like I was sitting around all the time. But, you know, that age, you're constantly looking for the acceptance of, of, and for me, it was these popular girls that wore all the fancy name brand clothes Mm. and kind of ran together and whatnot. But I, yeah, so it would be, it would be more like that, like stop trying to be so popular because it's not really going to matter and then once i got to high school i ended up being friends with half of them anyway as people started sort of becoming like more adult like and and less middle schooly yeah um so that and then uh probably uh yeah something funny from that time (laughs) yeah i try I, i try to think like I'd probably – I can't remember who I was telling the story. Oh, I was telling the story to um, Jody and Monica the other day. In this one apartment building where we lived, there was a, l- a little laundry room at the end of the building, and I was never a thief. Like, I never <laughs> stole anything from stores. I was but never I, a thief. I would go down there, and, like, my friend and I found out that if we, like, shook the the uh, washing machine, the quarters would fall out of it. <laughs> And so we ended up, like, going down. Every time we wanted to go to the 7-Eleven and get some candy or play video games, we went down and shook the freaking washing machine. Oh, my God. So you were exercising a little bit of your bad girl. You yeah. go, yeah. girl. I know. I'm like, this is a slot <laughs> machine, man. This is awesome. <laughs> that is hilarious. I know. I know. But, you know, I ended up, my guilty conscience caught up Aww. with it. And I probably shouldn't have done that. But, you know, I'd probably tell myself to... Oh yeah, and to not worry so much about about the boy thing too. But that got more into high school. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Interesting. It.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, for yeah. high school for me, I mean, honestly, we can just say the boy thing is going to carry through for me oh. <laughs> throughout my whole life, up until I met the core man. And you know, so that's just a given through all of these stages, oh, <laughs> God. Also, in high school, I would have told myself don't go to college and to study music. Uh, That's what I really? was told myself. I will give my mom credit for that. Um she she never like lectured me about any of that. She let me do whatever I wanted to do cuz I wouldn't have listened to her anyway. I'm sure I wouldn't mm-hmm. have listened to my own advice if I showed up on my shoulder in high school yeah, <laughs> as my yeah. old saggy self. You know, and and the thing is if I if I was okay thinking okay, I love music so much. Um, if, you know, I, I want extra support myself if things don't work out exactly the way I want to by being a music teacher or music therapy or something, then fine, you know, go to, go to music school. Um, but I wanted to be a famous jazz vocalist and then I wanted to be a rock star. And it's like... <laughs> Here's the thing. I would have told myself, major in something that you can actually do something with that you would still enjoy, like journalism, even psychology or something, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then just do your singing on the side or don't go to college right away. Go out, get, because I'm not about telling people not to chase their dreams, but it's like this whole like have to go to college thing. Maybe I would have had, you know, I could have saved some money. And just gone off and done the band thing that I wanted to do. And maybe eventually I still would have ended up going to college or still getting some kind of degree. But, you know, I just think looking back on that now, you know, it's still an expectation for kids, but I feel like that is getting a little more open now. But back mm-hmm. when we were young, you didn't even think about not going to college. I mean, you just went to college. right? And, you know, again, it's that it's that catch 22. Because if I wouldn't, I also at the same time think everybody needs to go to college, because even for a freaking desk job, I have had to fill out on that application that I have gotten a college degree. And mm-hmm. if I don't click that box, I'm not even in the running. Mm. Which mm-hmm. I just think is the most annoying. It it. I mean, all the experience I have, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> my coaching degree, everything. I can't work behind the desk in some office because of that. Give That's me a know. fucking break. So it is. It's hard. It's complicated. The whole go to college, don't go to college. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, you know, as much as obviously my life happened the way it happened, and I wouldn't be here now if it didn't. Yeah, Um, but and then the other thing to tag along with that really quick is understand just how amazing an opportunity it is that you can even just say I'm going to college without Mm -hmm. having to think twice about that. I got two scholarships. I got a scholarship at the University of Miami and a scholarship at Berklee School of Music. And both of those were pretty big deals back then, Um, not full rides or anything, but to be a little more appreciative of that mm-hmm. gift, because I just didn't even really, like, let yeah. that sink in. You know what I mean? Why, why didn't you take either one of those? Oh, I did. I went to University of Miami for one year, and then I ended up oh. quitting. Yeah, I never I graduated. I went to school in Iowa. Well, I went reason. to high school in Iowa. I grew up in okay. Iowa, but then I yeah. went to college, University of Miami, to study jazz vocal for one year, and mm-hmm. I, was, I had the hardest time picking between Berkeley. And Miami, and I ended up going, to. even though I love Boston way more than I loved Miami, Florida, I just, Mm -hmm. I thought I wanted more of that Big Ten college experience than the conservatory, but Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It's not like I wanted to be in a sorority or anything like that, so.
0: Were you there at the same time that Ben Folds was there? God, I don't remember. Oh, well, he's one of my favorites, and I read his autobiographies memoirs or whatever not that long ago, and he... Went to and he's around your age, and he really? went there for a couple of years and he did jazz drums. Wow, like took, who knows? Yeah. Maybe
1: he was there, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just there for a year and mm-hmm. kind of hated it. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, oh, well, that's cool. my long drawn out advice for my high school years. And then, as far as a funny one, I have no idea, I guess. Again, be a little bit more of a bad girl. I was such a goody-goody. I never drank. I would never went to Kager's. I never did any of that stuff. And not that there's a lot to be gained from that, but at the same time, live a little, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For me, it would be to... Um,
0: I was just kind of naturally good at school without having to try so much. Like, not really with math and science, though. But with mm. anything else, like, I could just, you know, write... a a term paper the night before it's due and it's good you know but like math and science I struggled with it but I also like put a block up on it and I never Mm -hmm. really like I I would study but then I would get frustrated then I just stop and I wish that I would have either asked for help or tried to study a little harder um and my as my mom never like pushed me on my grades because they were always passable you know, and but at the same time, like, I just I don't enjoy math at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And so I understand, you know, but it's it was just I I think that because my sister didn't do that well in school. So she was always kind of Seen as the one who didn't have the good grades, and I was the one that had the decent grades, and so I think I kind of skated by when I when I could have put more effort in and tried harder. So I wish that I I would have done that. And I was the same. I went to school for theater for two years, and my mom's just like, "Yeah, do what you want," you know. And I, but I'm glad that I went because it really. Well, I met so many people that are like a big part of my life now, Mm -hmm. but also. I think that any sort of performance experience, you know, helps you with the things that you do in life, whether it's a oh, job yeah. interview or, you know, podcasting or anything like that. So I'm really glad that I did that. I used to think that I wanted – I kind of regretted not going back and getting like a four-year degree, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't. I, I went to travel school when I moved to Minnesota and, you know, worked in the travel industry for 10 years. but. Right. Other than that, that's, yeah, I never, I don't really have, but it's the same, like when you apply for jobs, they want to know, do you have a degree? You know, they don't care that I supervise a whole training department
1: in <laughs> corporate America. Like, you know, right? it's just- or that I yeah. own my own business and I right. own my own coffee shop and all that. I mean, come on, people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is crazy. That's bad. That's bad. So yeah, so that's- that I really like that advice. Household. I would, yeah, I'd probably give that to myself too. Mm -hmm. Try a little harder. Be a little more open-minded. Don't just automatically say to yourself, I can't do that. Yeah. Right. You know? Totally.
0: Totally. And I'm trying to think of like what a funny one would be. Um, I don't, you know, probably don't, don't date people. Have bad hairdos? No. (laughs) No. Bad 80s hairdos? Guys take advantage of you. That's not a funny one though. That's not a funny one. (laughs)
1: You're That's right, why I'm right. like, what's she gonna say? <laughs> okay,
0: but here, well, here's something that is funny, but it's related to that. So this one person that, that I did date for on and off for a while. Um, it's related to my um, my previous story. One time I came over to his house in the morning, and he wasn't home. And then he showed up with his friend, and they had stolen a newspaper machine to get the quarters out of it. And they were like hauling this big <laughs> newspaper machine up the stairs. And you were those machines, those quarter I machines. Knew those quarters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it was always an adventure with <laughs> at dating in high school. And, um, but yeah, I think. I, and I dated some people who, you know, I was like in between. I was friends with everybody and I, you know, I was friends with these alternative people, yet I was friends with the people who, you know, were in student council. Like I could sort of fit into any group and I really liked that. And yeah. So that, that was a positive thing. Um, but I sort of like, I wish I would have spent more time maybe with the people who were in student council and less time with the people who were stealing newspaper machines. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. but it got me where I am now, and I had a I had a really good time in high school. So good, I think that's all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, I can't say I look badly at high school, but I will say that every every extra extracurricular thing that I did was what I lived for. Yeah. You know, not the academic stuff, and that's no. really what got me through high school. That and boys. <laughs> ah. And I kind of already covered the college thing, you know, even though we were talking about high school going into college. So I kind of covered my college thing already, you know, Mm -hmm. again, boys and and don't go unless you know exactly what you want to do. And exactly. Yeah. And mine is really the same, too. Like, you don't need
0: a man to um, to prove your worth. Like, I felt like I always needed a boyfriend like all Mm -hmm. the time. Like, and if I didn't have one, I would, you know, go looking for the next one. Like that was just part of of how, if I, if I didn't, if I wasn't in love with somebody, I was looking for love like all the time. And, and I think back now, like, oh God, that was like, I, I was looking for somebody to validate my worth and, and so, yeah, so I, that I would tell myself just to cool off a little bit on that whole situation <laughs> and also study harder and pick classes that are, I mean, I ended up taking so many theater classes when I, and, and so, so, so few academic classes mm. that I couldn't get a degree after two years because it was so lopsided. I didn't have all my academics right. and I had more arts classes than I needed to have and that Because I just wanted to do the things I liked. Of course. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> so, you know, but it's fine. I mean, it all ended up fine. And I'm, uh, I don't really, I don't regret it. I just think that uh, I just was, I, I, I wasn't thinking much further than the present moment, you know, which is good too. But like, this is what feels good at the time, whether it's boys, classes, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I have like a funny thing to add on to my college thing, but I think you will find it interesting and funny that I sang in a church choir for money in college. Ooh, Ooh the things you do for money. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was my job. I had to show up every Sunday and sing in the church choir. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. I love that so much. I lo- Did you have to wear a robe, a choir
1: robe? I don't remember now. Isn't that funny? I really don't remember. There was a group of us because someone had a car. And so we would drive, you know, over to where the church was. But yeah, kind of funny. Oh, That's
0: hilarious. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, mine would be on oh, this is more like an advice thing, but also kind of funny, but kind of scary. <laughs> like I, um, oh, two things. One thing I didn't um I didn't take school seriously. Even my theater classes, I didn't take all that seriously. And there was a summer production of Taming of the Shrew, and I was the understudy for Bianca, who's the second lead. And I did not memorize any of those lines, <laughs> and I thank God that she didn't get sick. <laughs> because I did not know any of those lines, and Oh, it was my God. Terrible. Oh, my God. It was terrible, terrible. It's terrible, terrible thing. Thing. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, and another thing is, don't get in cars with strange boys that you don't know. (laughs) Like I was, Nikki and I were like, we were getting cars with vans with people we met at Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, I did shit
1: like that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: right. So, oh
1: my god, yeah, it was so
0: funny. There's this funny story. We were at Rocky Horror Picture Show, Nikki and I, and we met this guy, and he um, was like, "Come on in my van. We'll go to the IHOP and get some pancakes." Right, (laughs) and. One of his friends, this is how naive Nikki and I are, one of his friends uh, yelled across the parking lot, I hope you've got a stocked wallet, you know, meaning like condoms. Oh, my and God. We, you I, thought they meant money? Yeah, yeah. We're like, <laughs> oh, they're worried that he's going to have enough money to buy us all
1: breakfast. <laughs> oh, God, that's so like funny and sad at the same time. I know, time. but we didn't get in the van. We were smart. Oh, good. So it, it, I, I thought you it ended up being Okay. Oh, my God. Seriously, I know. the things that we've done. Well, well, let's see. As a young adult, um, you know, I don't know. I, I Did you do, like, young adult before you were a mom? I kind of just went into the mom. So did I. Okay. So as a young mom, honestly, I don't have a lot of advice for myself because you know what? I was a damn good mom. Mm-hmm. I worked really hard at being a damn good mom because of experiences I'd been through. And, uh, you know, I stayed home with my kids because that was the right choice for me. And I didn't feel bad about it, you know, not going Mm -hmm. back to work. And um, we just, I played with my kids all the time, spent a lot of time with each of them. And we have such great relationship now that I can look back and go, I did something right, and so I—that that is one thing I will pat myself on the back and say yes. I probably wouldn't give myself that much advice. Probably the one thing I would say is when Sullivan was five, my son, he was um, diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. Mm-hmm. So you can only imagine, I mean, any parent would do this. You think of all the worst-case scenarios. You're scared to freaking death about what their future is going to be. Um, and so, you know, I would love to be able to go back and tell myself then, don't worry. He's going to be fine. He oh. is going to be just fine. He's just kicking ass right now. Um, he's doing so well in all areas of his life. Both of my kids are. So, um, yeah, that's all I have for that. Well, I think that that's amazing. <laughs> and, I, I knew
0: you when you were a young mom, and I think that you were an amazing mom.
1: Oh, well, I think you were, too.
0: Oh, thank you. We had yeah, the yeah. same
1: ideas about our kids, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the way yep, we parented yep. and what we did with our kids. and
0: Absolutely. And the only thing that I would give myself as advice would be to relax. Yeah. You know, I've just always been an anxious person. And so um, sometimes I would put, like, um, I would get anxious about things, like, especially time things and making sure that everybody's on the schedule and, you know, all that shit. Like, but I, I also worked. I mean, so everything was, you know, my mom lived with us and she stayed home with kids and I worked part time. And it was just, uh, I, I think I just got a little stressed out. So I would tell myself yeah. to relax a little bit. Yeah, yeah
1: I get that. Sure. Totally. I mean, it's, it is hard. I mean, it's, it's hard not to be stressed out as a parent, no matter what, because no one gives you a book. You know, Mm -hmm. you're just figuring everything out as you go along. Um, I think the next topic was 10 years ago, right? Yes. Yes. So, you know what I'd say to myself 10 years ago? I would have said, Suze, you are not a failure
0: because I went
1: through a lot. Well, you know, I've always had really super high standards for myself and Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do these like over-the-top things, you know, that have to do with creative things and making it big or, you know, voiceovers, radio, you know, anything like that, being in a band. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have these ideas of how that's going to end up. And when it doesn't get to that specific point, you're like, well, I failed at it. I've learned enough in my life now. I actually thought about this. Yeah, you know, people, it's easy to say, oh, you're still a success. And everybody would say that. Look at all the things you've done. You know, you're, you're a success because you've tried them all and you've still done that. And, you know, my comeback was always, yes, but I can't make a living at it. Yes, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing this or that. Well, I was going through this little, our little homework assignment here. And I was thinking, you know what? I am 100% a success and not because I'm making millions of dollars at my own business doing what I'm doing and I don't have to do anything else, but because I am still, even without making money off it, I can still do what I love to do every day. Yes. I still have the opportunity to do that because of, I know, luckily we're in a situation where my husband works and so, you know, we can get by and I, sure I have to work part-time, but I can still I can still do what I love to do every mm-hmm. day. And so Hell since yes. I can do that, I'm a success. Oh God yes. Do you know how many people <laughs> would love to have that opportunity? I mean, it's just, it's, it's fantastic. I know. And so that's what I would have told myself 10 years ago, because I was really going through that time where I think a lot of women around their 40s get to mm-hmm. that stage where they're like, okay, now it's time to concentrate on me. What the hell do I want to do? And, you know, you're trying lots of different things. And it may not be exactly what you want or coming up the way you want and, you you just feel kind of lost in a way. Yeah. So I think a lot of us kind of go through that, and I can. I, we've talked about this before, but I can honestly say life gets better all the time. All the yes, time. Yes. As you get older, there's more health things to worry about. You know, there's mm-hmm. things like that that are always a worry. Um, that's never going to go away, and that's always going to get more as you get older. It's just life. You know, our bodies are starting <laughs> yep. to give up the ghost, but but overall, just I am able to look at things with better eyes every year that I get older and grow and have better experiences and enjoy them more and appreciate them more. So there it is.
0: I think that's awesome. I love it. I love it. And you're right. It's right around 40 when we start, at least for me, and now I hear you, you start thinking about what am I doing with my life? I have this time now where I'm not like – primarily you know running little kids around everywhere exactly but yeah I mean I think I would tell myself myself to learn how to manage money better uh yeah there is that yeah (laughs) for sure I'm a spender yeah yeah I mean I since I married Chris I've learned how to budget and work within a budget. And see the positive outcomes of it. Right. You know? Right. Like, so, and I never was like that before. And, you know, we were always in so much debt and always like never had money for vacations and stuff like that. So now, like, we can, you know, we got to go to New Zealand. Right. We, you know, we get to do all these things. But, but also, you know, I, we don't like, I don't go shopping a lot or go we don't go out to dinner all as much as other people that i know i mean so it's it's all yeah. just a balance of like what of, of what's important to you and there's no wrong answer it's exactly just, you know but so yeah so i i feel grateful that i that i've learned how to to, to balance money better um, and also just to believe in myself and just yeah. know that i'm
1: okay on on my own yeah you, I yeah. mean, you proved that you kicked butt. Yeah, when you were on your own.
0: I know, totally. So yeah, so I, I, I think, and I, and I think that the money part would have helped me when I went out on my own too. Yeah, like so, yeah. it all kind of goes hand in hand. But
1: yeah, so so but overall, cool. I feel
0: happy. This is the happiest time of my life.
1: I know. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So Yay. to wrap all this up, we thought it'd also be fun if we were eighty years old. Well what would we tell each other now? Do you think you can think of something that your 80-year-old self might want to tell you? And for me, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I'm not angsty about too much, you know, to, mm-hmm. so it's hard for me to think about what advice. But I guess, um, you know, like anything else, there's I still worry about things that I probably in the big picture They're not going to be a big deal when I'm 80. I'm going to look back and be like, why did she even worry about that? Um, Probably watch your health a little more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll probably have said, you should have exercised. You should not have eaten that extra donut. Um, (laughs) And then don't hold grudges. That is something that I'm bad at. Um, Mm. Some grudges, I think, are justified. I mean, you feel what you feel, and you should never, like, get down on yourself because you're an awful person. But I do... Think that probably when you're on your deathbed or close to it, you're going to look back and think, all that petty stuff that you, like, didn't, weren't friends with somebody or didn't reach out, it just doesn't matter, you know? know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't. It doesn't. No, that's very
0: good advice. Yeah. I would definitely give myself that advice, too.
1: Yeah, just to one thing more thing to say about it I feel like if you're not gaining something from a relationship or it does feel abusive or whatever of course you know you do need to keep that grudge but mm-hmm. if you feel like letting go of that grudge if it's just a pride thing and you would actually gain more than you would lose by not having that grudge you know what I mean yes right yeah so. you're
0: because you're freeing up space in your mind yeah when you're not holding a grudge so totally. yeah Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I would add to that is I would tell myself, try not to worry so much about my kids. Mm. Yeah, which is really hard. And Ah, I have a tendency towards codependence in that way. And so I would hope that when I was 80, I could tell myself, don't worry because they're going to end up, they're going to be fine. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But my 50-year-old self is like, I don't know if they will be fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's that's my biggest challenge um, these days is having, you know, young adults as kids and watching them struggle through things and not being able to fix it. Yeah, that
1: balance of just knowing you have to let go and that they're their own people. And there really Mm -hmm. isn't much we can do other than just you be there for emotional support. And, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
0: so that's that. And I, I love that we talked about that. It's it, it not only like gives me like a hot tub time machine moment, <laughs> but but it, 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 it helps me to just think about to feel grateful and to think about like being in the present moment and really appreciate
1: what I have now and what I've
0: learned along the way.
1: Totally. And it doesn't surprise me that you and I, ours were very similar and along Mm -hmm. the same lines. And I'm thinking most women probably would, would agree with a lot of this stuff. Yes. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd love to hear if you guys want to chime in on any of this.
0: Hell yes, yeah. hell yes. But before we take off, we just want to spend a few minutes catching each other up on our poop. I know I, I saw yours on the notes, and <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> for a thing.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I'm just a little constipated right now. Is was... is that your poop, or your non-poop? That's <laughs> in the sense that I don't have a lot to share. I'm feeling kind of constipated. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> now that we're in the ladies room. I mean, it's and and to add to that, I will say that's kind of a good thing. Like, I don't have anything to complain about. You know, I don't have anything like I don't have a lot of new news right now. I'm here mostly by myself. My son's here. Right. My, my hubbub's gone. So it's kind of like I'm just doing my thing every day, getting up, make up a coffee, doing a little work, going to nice. bed, getting up, doing the same thing. So it doesn't make for very exciting poop. That's Mm. for sure. Um, But the one thing I'll bitch about is, (laughs) because we are in the ladies' room, so we've got to bitch about something. Uh We have to bitch about our um, significant others uh, and taking that damn Aragorn candle. Because Uh they sent me the wrong thing. (laughs) You know, I ordered replacement candles, and I was so excited because it finally came the other day few days ago and they sent me the wrong thing (laughs) so of course they're gonna send me the correct things I mean I'll get you know it's first world problem but damn it I was so excited for Aragorn's crackle, and now I have to wait longer to experience it. I'm not happy. Oh my about gosh! It. Yes,
0: yes. the <laughs> The candle gods were not working in your favor. Well, you have one waiting for you. Let's hope it's the right one. I know. I think it's downstairs right now. I've got to go. Get, I've got to go light the crackle.
1: <laughs> so what's yes. your poop?
0: My poop is okay. So I don't. I I used to be like uh, I love coffee. You know, I love coffee and. A lot of my friends drink chai tea, which I was like, okay, it's fine. It's not – like if I'm going to drink something from a coffee shop, I want there to be like freaking coffee in it. Like I want there to be shots of espresso and all that shit. So – but recently I've started drinking dirty chai and I didn't even know what that was (laughs) until I went to a coffee shop with my friend Linda, who you know, and she ordered it. And I'm like, what's a dirty chai? And she's like, oh, it's chai tea with espresso in it. And I'm like, wow. All right. Well, then order one up for me because that sounds intriguing because I like the taste of chai. But yeah. so many times it's like, uh, do I really want like so much of Because it can be really sweet too and the coffee yes. kind of tempers it a little bit. Yeah. And so, yeah. So today it was snowing and I walked out because I had to go get some ground coffee at Starbucks and I went across the street and I'm like, I'm going to get a dirty chai. And so (laughs) I had it and I was just so happy. So I just wanted to just, I I wanted to just share that I love a dirty chai. And if you're interested in chai but didn't know that it could be dirty, there you (laughs) go. We can make anything dirty. You can make anything dirty. I know. Uh, uh, First, I'm like, is that like a dirty martini? There's no olives in
1: it. That's hilarious. I love it. I love it. I haven't tried one of those, but that sounds good. It is good. Well, what do we have next week? What's on the back burner? Next week, of course, is, you know, we're getting into Thanksgiving already, which is insane. So, of course, we want to talk about things that we're thankful for. But we are going to kind of put our little feminine hijinks twist on it and talk about unconventional things that we are thankful for, Mm. things that you wouldn't necessarily expect.
0: Yes. Like having underwear that doesn't creep up your butt.
1: Hey, that is definitely something to be thankful for. I
0: know. I love that. I love that. Well, good. Well, I can't wait. I can't (laughs) wait to find out what I'm thankful for. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, come back next week. We'll be here and we will be sharing our gratitude because we're thankful
1: for you too, listeners. Oh my gosh. So, so, so thankful. Yes. And
0: you're all pretty unconventional. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to the show. So there you
1: go. (laughs) There, there it you is.
0: Go. So come back next week, FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. And wherever you can listen to podcast. we're pretty much there. Also, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon if you'd like to become a patron for as little as $3 a month. Oh, we'd be so
1: thankful. Thankful. Yes. Thankful. All right, guys. Have a great week. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.